you passed your smooth jazz check. It's with your host, Eddie. Welcome, Matt. Pretty good. No, the first thing we're going to talk about is the smooth sounds that our listeners are hearing right now. We'll see. But your good buddies, the cheapest men in Longview, have upgraded their equipment. So we'll start a Patreon or a GoFundMe or something to help us pay for this. But we've actually invested a few dollars now, and I hope you hear it. And I hope you hear it. So this one could be an adventure. You might go like, those levels are too low or it's too high. So we're locking it down. This is the first one with the new cool stuff. We decided you're worth it, listeners. You read it? Yeah, that's a scientific research study. I think the FDA was in charge of that. That's what they call us, Johnson Johnson. <laughs> yep, I feel like we're on NPR now. That's all, what kind of great sound quality we've got. We feel like I should whisper all this. He rolls the D20, and the crowd gasps. Go for it. Matt O'Sullivan, gullet. If you're using this podcast for workout purposes, remember right now you should be really stretched, limbered out before you start your workout. So this is the time, if you haven't got all your stretches in, pause the podcast, centralize your chakras, get your aura in alignment. And now, what did you want to talk about? Nothing interesting has gone on in my personal life for 50 years before I was born. Even my parents' personal life was boring, so there you go. One, two. Okay. Bidding online? Yeah. Okay. Do my bidding, Matt. Yeah. 
Most of these things are in a dark room in the store. That is correct. I don't know where you're going to put a buffet. Exactly. And so, I mean, as it is, so I was that kind guy. And that was kind of like what it came to. I grew over it because luckily through that, it stayed. That was me. Well, the, e- the even better part wh- that relates to me is who would have to help you move this thing around yeah. all the different levels of the house? Tell me that one to tell me this one. With the laser side or whatever. and actions of Matt Gullett do not reflect the <laughs> Middle Class Podcast, <laughs> and we are not liable for any accidental cat shootings. Well, if the shoe was on the other foot and you had a piece of chicken, yeah. that feeling wouldn't be mutual. You'd be a dead man. Yep. My favorite cat that lives in your house that's addicted to chicken. Yes, always, especially when we're like on the PlayStation Network chatting and I hear, that's always a good time for me too. Schadenfreude. Somebody dropped the chicken. Yeah, we're wearing the headsets today on top of that, too, which is new for us. And Doesn't it feel so different? You feel like you're giving your de- deposition or something? Well, we'll see. I don't think the mics are going to pick up that much, but, I mean, there was times when we could, like, listen to music in the background or have the lawnmower go by and it wouldn't get picked up. Um, we are talking about maybe doing a little recording at the Long Con Spring, see how this equipment works. So that is next weekend. Where does the time go? Yeah, by the time you hear our dulcet tones again, it'll be after Long Con Spring. So we'll have all those stories to tell you. We don't record another podcast before it. The next time they hear from us. Not the next time you hear from us. Correct. Hmm. When will the next one be? Only destiny can tell us. 
All right. Well, you know how this works. Do you got any books you want to tell us about? You, did you crack some books open? How about some comic books? Yeah, I know. And now I've got to spin this whole. I actually had to stop reading comic books because I had too much material. I was like, I don't want to talk about that much on the. Oh, is it going to be the movies? The movie section? Well, I guess uh, if you've seen the title of this, the cat might be out of the bag for our topic today. Which, according to me, is no topic. But according to Matt, is secret topic, which will be a question that I shut down immediately. And then I will shut it down immediately so that you don't have to waste your time. Now, for those of you that are using this as a workout, you go ahead and pick up your pace now. You've got all your stretching. You should be nicely warmed up. You've got everything centralized where it needs to be. So... And if I was you, I would put on some ACDC. That would be the appropriate thing. But if you want to work out to us, I encourage it, sir. Right now. All right. So for some reason, some bizarre reason, I keep ending up with these post-apocalyptic Incredible Hulk comics. I Marvel must be on some sort of a roll now. But the latest one is The Hulk, The End. So, in a world that's been destroyed, in the typical post-apocalyptic thing, the only thing left is the Incredible Hulk and cockroaches, indeed. So, Bruce Banner is aging. I think it's been 200 years since the age of heroes, or 200 years after the apocalypse. So, Banner is aging more slowly, but he's 200 plus now, so he's really getting there where he's like I, I need this to end this is a living hell so to speak but the Hulk does not Hulk only wants to live even if it's by himself or even if it's in this nightmare post-apocalyptic scenario so a really good comic it's fairly short it's a trade paperback so somewhere between one normal comic book and two so it's real short. I can't give you a lot of the details or I'll be giving away the whole thing. But definitely check it out. The Hulk. The End. Uh, Immortal Hulk, which I always have to talk about that. Yeah, you have. But still going good. That's one where it's like rapidly getting to the end. They're going to end it at 50 and I think they're at about 46 or 47 now. So it's getting really close and it's really good. I saw somebody though that was talking about it online the other day that made me say, hey, I'm going to share this with you guys. It's a really good description. Whenever the Hulk comic ends on a cliffhanger, the Hulk isn't in danger. The bad guys are in danger. It's like, what's going to happen to them? It's kind of like the tables have turned. Like, yeah, you got to beat up the Hulk for an issue, but the last page is him rising up from you throwing everything you could possibly throw at him because it's more of a horror comic. He's like, Jason won't stay down, or Godzilla keeps coming out of the water. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And I'm still reading the, oh, what is Maestro, War and Peace. So in this one, in this post-apocalyptic future, there are still there's still civilization, and Doctor Doom has showed up to take over the Maestro's area. So yeah, me and you are big Doom fans, but since it's Hulk's comic, Doom's about to get slapped around, I think. But that's always good when Doom shows up. All right, here's one that hopefully you'll go like. WTF. I was looking at a comic of the 100 greatest comics. Because this is kind of like off of your movie thing where you're watching the probably 100 worst movies. I was like, you know, maybe I should read some of the more respected stuff and give you guys some opinions on that. So this is one that I came across, no pun intended, on the top 100 list, which is called Sex Criminals. Yes. Yes. What if you had the power to stop time whenever you climaxed? This was on a top 100 list, and I said, you know, that's an interesting premise. And it was one of these, like, uh, NPR lists or something like that. So it wasn't, like, 100 sluttiest, smutty comics. So a couple discovers that they have the power to stop time and decide to rob a bank. Mischief ensues. If that sounds interesting to you, check it out. It is a bit adult, but it is not full-on, you have to go to the adult bookstore to buy. So it's interesting for our over 18 listeners. Yeah, but really, we come up with some weird stuff. So that's my weird one for you. In the more normal, in the mainstream, mainstream, baby, the Vision comic from 2016, which is part of the inspiration for the WandaVision show. Yep. It is awesome, incredible, highly recommended. All the wonderful things that I could say about a comic book, I say about this comic book. Uh, the Vision has created himself a family of synthesoids, the androids, if you will. It's really rel- well written. It sticks the landing. It has a fantastic ending so that a lot of times it's like, eh, where is this going to go and how it ends is going to be the biggest impact. So, yes, what a great ending. What a great read. Rush out and buy it. It is written by Tom King, which led me down a rabbit hole because I haven't heard of him before. He also read, and I guess there's a pun intended for that, rabbit hole. He wrote Elmer Fudd versus Batman. So, there's another one. I'm not going to tell you about it. You already know in your mind right now if that's something you need to read or not. What? Elmer Fudd versus Batman. It's bat season. Okay. So that brings us to the TV. Did you get to watch any TV? Not the movies. So I get to yammer on a little bit more. Uh, Did you read Invincible Invincible Comics by Robert Kirkman? So, super wonderful, fantastic. It's Superman... more of a Marvel Superman, I guess. He has problems with his life. Everything's not wonderful. He has to deal with his powers that come up with good challenges for his powers. He's, I don't know, when you get into comparing superhero power levels, but 
he's along that he's kind of the Superman for that er, for that world. So if you haven't read the comic, go check it out. Uh, the show moves both too fast and too slow. The sh- the other's a cartoon on Amazon now of it, an animated series. A lot of plot points, they burn through them pretty fast. Like, you find out this out in the first episode, but you wouldn't find it out till episode 10. So some of the pacing, but it's still, I, I recommend it. But like a lot of things, read the books first if you so desire, and then go back and watch the show. Yeah, and really what I've seen up to this point because they're doing the same Amazon thing again. Like, we're going to release a new episode every Friday. And I'm like, stop it. I didn't know that at the time. I was like, oh, there's only X amount of episodes. Nope. I caught it while they were doing the. And on Friday, there'll be a new episode. So, ugh. But pretty much all of the plot points, if you read, like, the first 20 comics, mm-hmm. which isn't a lot when it comes to reading comics, then you can probably safely watch the show. I'm not asking you to read the whole series before you watch the show. And the show is still good. Check it out anyway. It's not ongoing, if that's what you're saying. It ended, which is also cool. Because you've got some of them that just go on forever, and you know there's not going to be any resolution. This one it actually has a nice end point. A good, and it has a good ending. It's another one where it sticks the ending, and I'm like, that was a fantastic one. And... It's got an ending. It's not for the rest of your life. Let's see. Uh, yeah, kind of like Dune and Lord of the Rings. If you've read the f- books before you go into it, you'll have a better idea. But you don't have to. So, uh, oh, I also watched One Division, of course, and that's what led me to the Vision comic. Nope, and it's the comic is the Vision of 2016 and again by Tom King if you want to check that out because if you just look for Vision or The Vision you'll get a ton of titles so that's the specific one that you're looking for WandaVision I thought that was pretty good the first three episodes are the sitcom hijinks and I was like "Eh, you could probably skip those those really didn't add a lot to me your mileage may vary it was good I liked it That's Disney Plus, but they don't pay us, so. Not like Amazon and Netflix do. Got to get that new equipment money somewhere. All right. Enjoy a sip of water. Mmm, so delicious. And then tell us about all the movies you've watched, and I'll go take a break.
Even though a teacher magically decided to do Grace the Bear, the Bear for me, again, when the guy grabbed me, I thought that was a little cheap. But anyway, that's cheap. But through that knowing kind of nature, through that old kind of Catholic kind of devotion, what they think they could do was a perfect bear turning a broken leg by hanging it from the rope of the tree and killing it. Okay. So do you have some B-movie trash for us, too? They just bypass total recall right there. What? Who are you? Oh, wow. Thank you, Argentina. We salute you. Do it. Mention it. It didn't do well for whatever reason, but the mascot, I don't know how she got the mascot. 
Yeah, you've talked about I Where can you find it streaming is my question. No, I've actually looked at it to watch it, and I couldn't find it. So maybe that's a new addition. check it out so pop culture moment if you're using this podcast to work out you're getting close to the home stretch push a little harder now you're getting there so go ahead and take it over to the top and you know finish strong as they say pull your leg do you have any video game stuff I know you're doing the fallout a little bit here and there, right? The one that we used to play all the time for our honor. Well, here's one that you probably don't expect to hear. I was playing... This War of Mine a little bit, the video game, not the board game, and I've got a really good run going right now, so I'm waiting for something horrible to happen and just F that all up. But every once in a while, I like to pull that out and torture myself. I get a hankering for it. I can't. <laughs> There's too much evidence that says otherwise at this point for me to argue it. Okay, before you catch me flat foot with your question... I have finally run some Barbarians of the Ruined Earth. So, Mike Evans, screw you. I'm the man now. Look at me, I'm the captain now. So, just to add to the degree of difficulty, because Barbarians isn't that hard a game to run. Uh, oh, one thing that I did that we've talked about is I did it diceless. Because the players do their roll to to hit and they roll their to not get hit to evade rolls so all I really needed to do was go here's average damage this hit always does one two three whatever and we did our initiative based off of a luck roll mm-hmm. 
So to add to the degree of the difficulty or to give me the GM that much more to do, I did it as an improv game, which is something that me and you have been talking about doing for a long time. Well, do you want to cut in or do you want to come in after the fact? Okay. So in the time of the COVID, I can just imagine how all that sounds like buttery velvet in your ears, right? So try to control yourself with the sexual sounds of our voices now. But I did it as an improv game, and I had the players give me some info. Mm -hmm. So they were in the village of Molten, which is more like Molten Chaos. That was going to be the name of the town, which is known for chaos because it wasn't molten chaos, but it's also known for knitting and sourdough bread. So I had to weave these into the tapestry for their enjoyment of the adventure. So I will say that after the fight, when they were injured, they brought them some delicious sourdough bread, which had healing properties. And then before they went on their quest, the village... Elder Gullet gave the barbarian a, what do you call it, the metal bikini for that game, but basically a vest that was yarn with metal studded in it. But th they were after an evil sorcerer whose henchmen were Quark and BB Cool B. Quark has the power of lamb chop as in lamb chop and sherry. So I don't know where I found these 60-year-old players or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, even for me, I'm like, that's old. Yeah, that's old. And I actually had to do a little research on this because I was like, yeah, but I was like, how old is that? Apparently, she took over for Howdy Doody. I was like, it's that old? And Well, I'll make you feel bad and say, my wife was like, yeah, I think my parents used to watch that as kids. And I was like, wow. And then the other henchman was, like I said, BB Cool B. And his powers were smooth jazz. It had to be, right? So that was pretty cool. So they were able to stop the evil mage before he became president. That was his goal. But we had a good time. There were way too many laughs. So much fun. So... Infinite ideas. There's too much punishment. Yeah, but the power of Lamb Chop was that he could summon a 15-foot-tall Muppet, basically, to run around and terrorize them. Yeah. And then the power of smooth jazz was that they had this 
discordant noise that gave them all the fear effect. So we haven't dealt with that too much in any of our Barbarians games, but woof, when you get disadvantage on everything and they were rolling pretty high, which is bad in this game, it's like, here's all those 20s from last week. That's me, baby. I wrote that on there for their for their viewing pleasure. But they had a good time, so that's a few more people that didn't know the joy of barbarians before that. Yeah, I've brought it into their life. And then uh, Papa John across the street is reading my book right now to get ready for your game at NTRPG. Uh, he did. Yeah, it was some last-minute change-ups. It was, yeah, Tabletop Events was not being good to everybody last night for NTRPG con signups. But that's when you want servers to go down. Mm -hmm. So a smooth segue would be... Did I steal it? <laughs> We're awesome. so let me break in I exactly thought about that was like well will people be like you're too lazy to ride an adventure so you just come to the table and do this because I don't know if everybody appreciates that if that's like oh this is so cool we're handcrafting something together here or no you should already have every bit every stitch of this adventure written and you should know A to Z you know I don't have to do anything I can passively sit here and enjoy it so I asked them after the fact I said okay for the convention should I do this as an improv? And they're like, yeah, that was hilarious. But uh, so for anybody that is going to the con that might hear this and you're like, why did you do that? Well, it's their fault. They told me it was really good. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it, the improvisational style. And then I can see some people are good at it and some people are not good at it. 
So that's going to make a difference there too. And it could have easily come back that they were like, you sucked at that. You didn't come up with anything good the whole time. We were dying. But I'm sh- for other people, maybe. And in a way, I would say you talk about this a lot, where creative players, if there's a creative player in Barbarians in general, they're going to do a lot of cool stuff. But if you're not, maybe Barbarians isn't your game. You need something that's more codified and it's like you've got X, 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 and Y, and Z powers. You can use those. It's already there for you. Well, in this adventure, I will say, since Ron's had a little bit of experience with barbarians, there was one where there were a bunch of baby spiders and the mama spider. Mm-hmm. Well, they killed the mama, but the babies were still all over them. So Ron's like, well, what if I start dragging the mom off? So instead of sitting there and attacking, he tried something different, and he dragged the mom away, and the babies started going that direction. And then when they were fighting Lamb Chop, he's like, is there any loose yarn on it? so that I can start unstringing it. Mm-hmm. And I said, you're darn right there is. I actually think I made him do a lot, but yeah, mm-hmm. it was there. He started pulling it. He started unraveling it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he, so he's pulling it. He's not attacking. And it's round after round after round. And it's like, you know, some people, and it didn't happen, but some people might be like, get over here and attack this thing. Mm-hmm. But what he was doing, because nobody was hitting it, there was other targets in the combat. So nobody was hitting it. But the more yarn he pulled, the more its RP was going down. And eventually it got to a point where it had two attacks around, it lost an attack. And then it got to where its attacks didn't hit as hard. Where it's like, instead of where it was slamming you onto the ground, now it's like getting hit with a wet bag. Exactly. Exactly. With the Lords of Light? And we're not getting paid by Mike Evans yet. We're trying. We're doing our best to get on his payroll. But I think Barbarians lends itself to that. Whereas in first edition, I'm more of a hard ass. So I mean, but there are games like Barbarians that lead to all the swashbuckling type action. And I was almost to the point where I'm like, because it was a lot of the Osric first edition group that was playing this. And it was like, okay, if we're playing first edition, I want you carrying that 10-foot pole around. I want you listening at the doors. I want you being careful. In Barbarians, if you're doing all that, you're screwing up. Get to the action. Exactly. And I'm a careful player. You know that to a fault, and people love it. But when I play Barbarians, I'm all over the place. It's like, pull him away from this combat. No, I'm getting back in there. There's only 100 of them left. I am a ranged weapon. 
But how often is that fun? If if you showed up to play in my dungeon every time and it's like, I can tell you haven't done any work on this and it's improv every single time, I don't think that would be fun. I think it's a sometimes food. You're not living your best life. But one of the other things you mentioned was that it was cooperative. Now I want to see something that's non-cooperative improv. What would that be? Like they're yelling out things to... So what would non-cooperative be? I'm almost thinking it's like combative. This is like PvP <laughs> improv, which in a way I wanted them to do that too because I was like, look, if I let them do like the henchman has this power of X, Y, or Z, I was like, if you want this uh, henchman to have the, uh, to be a mutant based off a marshmallow or whatever, okay, yeah, you made the Stay Puffs Marshmallow Man. You can do that. You can try and stop me as much as you want to. Like... He's a henchman that's a fluffy little bunny. And he's cute and he gives kisses. Yeah, exactly. Try and stop me. I've got ideas. That's all I do is think of ways to destroy you. <laughs> destroy your characters. Yeah, you've never got to play, right? And I've only got to run it once so far so there you go that's the flip side yep nope um, yeah, we'll see but I will be busy I'll be running the famous author Matt Gullett's what Palace of Pandemonium that that's changing to That's why you need to have Carnage in a Casino. So I'm running that one again at NTRPG2 with our buddy Luau Lu. And uh, yeah, we'll see our boy Matt Couch. John, doing some Torg. So there's your plug. I was just going to say, in general, there's a lot of people we haven't seen because of the time of the COVID that everybody's getting vaccinated now and starting to come out of the house a little bit more. Burger time? Sounds good. Sounds good with that new equipment, doesn't it, folks? It better. 
So, remember when I said we didn't need a topic? Mm-hmm. We're 45 minutes in. As this gets edited down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if you're still working out, this is it. You made it to the end. Take a break. Do your closeout cool down stretches. Yep. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. And that is it. You got anything else you want to add in? This is when we need a video podcast because I'm giving you that look. Anyway, uh, give us some feedback. Give us some show ideas if you got them. And that email address is? Why wouldn't it be? If you try enough of those things, it'll get to us eventually. But I can see like a zero level character. We're all out of hit points. <laughs>